happy Juneteenth. I had to pop in today with bonus content to commemorate the day. Freedom Day. I had the opportunity to speak with R&B singer and tech entrepreneur Ray J, along with his father, Willie Norwood, to discuss the keys to building black wealth. The pair will be speaking this weekend, in fact, on Father's Day, at the virtual Keys to Black Wealth Summit that kicked off today. Other keynote speakers include Master P, Romeo Miller, Lisa Ray McCoy, and 30 additional world-renowned individuals from various industries. This power-packed three-day weekend is full of life-changing information that features speed networking, a virtual expo, group sessions, workshops, and a virtual party. Listen as Ray J tells us how he's been able to expand his growing empire and how his father taught him and Brandy the importance of ownership. A little louder. Put yourself, put yourself on. What does that mean? The Hustlers How To Guide to Self-Made Success. Hey, turn this up, fam. Turn up right now. Free smoke, free smoke, hey. Free smoke, free smoke. The bobbypan.com, that's Thank you. world it's your girl bobby pin and this is a special edition of the put yourself on podcast today i have with me ray j and willie norwood so tell me mr norwood what have you instilled in brandy and ray j what are some key tips to wealth building and managing assets i always try to get them to see is that you want to own something and not just all the time you know uh be borrowing and stuff like that. I don't know how well that went over, but that's it. It went over good, Pops. <laughs> no, it, it definitely seems like it went over well because we see Ray J in the tech space with his Raycon uh, product. So tell me, why was that something so important for you to not only dominate within the entertainment industry, but to establish space in another field? Well, I've been able to... Um to have some success in the independent space in the music um, ever since releasing um, my album Radiation um, and uh, also releasing the song One Wish. It really just gave me, a, um, you know, it gave me a, a head start on, you know, certain things that I needed to understand and learn to grow my business, you know, especially having patience and understanding the, uh, the hard work, uh, the hard work aspect of what you have to do. Um, as, start, as far as Raycon, uh, Raycon was my second company that um, I started in the tech space. The first company was Raytronics and um, Scooty Bike. Right. And um, with that company, it gave me just, you know, that experience helped me understand price margins, um, inventory, uh, making sure I built a team of experts that know what they're doing in every field so we can really grow the company the right way. You know, when I first started, you know, um, it, it was just a small team. I had my mom and dad helping me ship out all my bikes, you know, and, and that's usually how it starts. It starts with the family. It starts yeah. with the people you trust. But when you get, you know, when you get some excitement and you get the right orders that you feel like you can, you know, the business can be, you know, bigger than what you might have expected from the beginning, then that's, what, that's when you have to start, you know, uh, finding the right people around you 
or, you know, help from other people that really can drive the company, you know, to where you want it to be, hiring the right CEO, hiring the right COO, CFO, so on and so forth. It all matters if you really want your business to be top notch and to, to, to be on an, on another level, you know? Mm-hmm. Talk to me more um, about ownership. That's something we're hearing a lot of. Can you make it plain? There are two kinds of properties. There's intellectual property and there is um, real, real property, like real estate. Um, and we have been lucky uh, to own some real estate, especially in our home state, Mississippi. And, um, you know, of course, uh, Ray J and Brandy with their publishing and with all the intellectual properties that they have. So a lot, a lot goes in to, into having, um, having control over the things that you, that is part of your vision. And um, that's, that, that's, that's what I say about that. Um, but sometimes, sometimes you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. You got you know, it. <laughs> you know um, with, with, even with Scooty Bike, I felt like with with all the competition that was around me, with the with, with Lime and with what Bird was doing with the scooters and the new bike sharing companies that came out and really dominated in that space for that moment, it it led me to 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 to, to thinking that it was time for me to start selling my company or bringing in the right engineers and the right people that understood the bike sharing market because I think that's where everything started to make a turn and that's when the scooters started to become uh, you know a worldwide phenomenon so for me i sold the company to a vancouver-based um bike sharing company called loop because i felt like having loop involved um would just would then increase not only my sales but the power um that i can have and also there's so many other things that i needed that they were able to provide for me um from engineering to new digital dashboards and so on and so forth so uh, sometimes, you know, when you believe in a company and you want to hold on to it forever, um, it's always good to make sure that you, you move at the right time, but also you got to be ready to, to, to advance. And sometimes that's bringing more people in. Sometimes that's been selling the company to build more liquidity for you to have, mm-hmm. to invest in, in newer things that can help you uh, further, you know, your career, you know, as an entrepreneur in whatever space you're in. Jim dropping right there. So talk to me. I spoke to the co-founders just before you all, the co-founders of this um, event, and I asked them what they thought about reparations. I'd love for, to hear your opinion um, from the, each of you. Well, for as far as uh, reparations, uh, uh, you're talking about the 40 acres and a mule, right? Yes. Yeah, well, you know. Or what do you uh, think America owes us? America owes us everything. Really, I'm serious. They, what we're asking for uh, to be treated with equality and to be treated uh, with justice uh, in, in the systems that have, have gotten to the point where, you know, sometimes when, when something is working for you, you kind of forget about it. And I think that's what America has done. Uh, and that is they have, uh, like America has put it off so much and they've put so many band-aids on it and, and until now it has gotten to the point where the, the, the wound has begun to smell, you know, and everybody knows it. The young people, they don't want to live like that. 
Uh, and we can't advance as a, as, a, as a nation, as a country without having, the, the, having everybody be treated the same. And uh, that's, uh, uh, to me, that is, that, that's really what's going on right now. And that's why, that's why I respect Bob Johnson for trying to create a new bill um, to give back to our ancestors. I think he's creating, like, he's trying to um, put together like a $13 trillion uh, bill to, you know, to pay back all of our ancestors for all the money for all the things that we didn't get as African-Americans. And I respect that. And I think that that's, that's, uh, that's something that, you know, if it did get passed, you know, would help a lot of people. And it would show that America is trying to do the right thing you know, to the African-American community to, to, or to any minority out there. Um, yes. And I, so I think it's important and I think that we deserve that. And I think we deserve, uh, you know, to be treated equally. And also for all the times that we haven't been to, to, to confidence, to, you know, to, 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 I wouldn't say pay us, but to give back what's owed to us for all the pain and all, and, you know, everything that, that's been done. I think that's fair. And I think that's something that 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 can realistically happen, you know, if everybody got together and really pushed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no one really thought that America could have during the pan, during this pandemic would would have enough money. Where did they find all the millions and trillions of dollars to give to all Americans who Hello? had jobs and stuff like that? You would think like. How could they pull that off? If they pull that off, they can pull the other thing off too, the reparations. And that's why it's good for everybody to vote and everybody to really get into the politics the right way. Because, you know, if, if, if we have a right to vote and we have a right to make change and to speak our mind, just think about if everybody got together and really executed the plan, you know, I mean, really stuck together and really stuck through it. Um, as you see what's going on with George Floyd, um, and how many people protested and how many people came together. And, and, and next week, it's still happening. There's still, you know, there's still so much wrongdoing uh, from the other side. Um, and it just keeps going and going and going. So yeah. right now, while we have their attention, I don't think we should stop. I think we should even push it into fifth gear um, and, and just, you know, and really just, you know, stay in their faces uh, until all the changes that we want are made. I see things are things are evolving and they're listening now and they're trying to understand it and trying to help us. But until everything is solidified and everything is in play, I think we need to continue to push hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, we, we 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 are at a precipice in, in this whole situation. I just think the time has come. I I think the atmosphere is right for change. And I just believe that everybody now can see the need for change and for new, new, new thinking. And I just believe that um, I think what the, the virus did, the pandemic did, was pull the whole world together globally. Mm-hmm. However, it's just a shame that people lost their lives and still lose. Agreed. Um, and, and to all of your points, we're seeing particularly particularly within the music industry, um, the 
dismantling of certain titles, right? We're removing urban from labels of genres. Um, what more do you think the industry can do to kind of right some of their wrongs in the past where, you know, they're not paying artists properly or they're, you know, kind of creating these misleading contracts or, or any other things that you guys have seen in the industry? What do you think about these claims that Black Lives Matter now all of a sudden? I think it's good. I mean, I think I think some people are, are getting the, uh, the 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 uh, the title and the slogan twisted. All lives matter for sure, but Black lives matter, and people need to show that because over the years we haven't felt equal into the all lives matter category. And I think that you know, as celebrities, as entrepreneurs, as just people around that that are fed up, that are seeing that what's going on. It's our job to continue to put that that positive message out there to continue to inspire um, with all the following that uh, celebrities have and influencers have. It's now time to influence people in the right direction and that's to vote um, and that's to really read and really understand what, what's happened in our past and understand you know what we can do to better our future. Yeah, I'm 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 of the old school, and and probably of all the people that I've looked at the the the, the uh, I've looked at, at at the paperwork and the artwork of of of, of the uh, uh, of the keys to black wealth, and I and and I looked on there, and you know I I am a child of the '60s and '70s, you know I I, I um. Uh, I played basketball with Stokely Carmichael. I met a lot of the people during during that time, and you know, and it's so ironic. It seems like we are right back at the same place. It's like we took one step forward and two steps back. Mm-hmm. But I was, I, 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 I think that when you talk about the the music industry, when we, when Brandy first got in the music industry, that was Rachel. Rachel was was a little younger, but when she first got in the in the industry, the first thing that I said was, this is like sharecropping. And I don't know whether you know anything about sharecropping, but sharecropping was a vicious system that took the, the, the labor and the mind and wealth of people and took advantage of black people, especially um, in in the rural South, and that's where 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 I'm from. But I I moved my family from from the South to to the West Coast, and having been out here, it's a whole different mindset. And um, we are still reaching back, and we're still trying to mentor people. But uh, we I have seen this whole thing come full circle. Now I think that. Um, young people now are able to think entrepreneurial when it comes to the things that they that they want i remember when we could not even go in the go in the in the booth where you did not in the booth but we couldn't even operate the 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 different uh stuff in in the in in, in the recording studio you know, like the board and all that kind of stuff. We didn't mess with that. All we would be able to go back and what's in in the booth. But I've seen, I, I've 
been able to see young young entrepreneurs like like my son they go in the studio and they know all the stuff and how to do things and they are learning that they don't need uh all the stuff like record companies and stuff to do stuff but mm -hmm. they can go in business with them just like any other people they partner with the record company as opposed to saying i need a record deal you know i appreciate your your time is there anything else that you might want to leave us with or mention i think it's time now for us to to to, to um to take the money that we're making whether it's a small amount or a big amount and start investing into things like stocks, into things like real estate, into tech companies, into VR, um, and into things that are gonna, you know, that are gonna change the game in the future. And yeah, I've always been the kind the of future. person that have been that has been ahead of the, and you know, just ahead of uh, of the curve, just you know, by looking into what's gonna happen in the future. You know, of course, all we have is now. But if we don't think about, you know, our children and our and our and our children's children and what we can provide for them, then I think we're missing we're we're, we're missing the opportunity. So I think now is the time to save, but also time to take some of the stuff you some of the money you make or some of the relationships you have and start in the Ray J, you must have went into a bad spot. Yeah, he went I'm out here. for a little bit. The last thing I heard you say was to use the relationships you have and keep pressing. Yeah, just keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pushing. Um, a lot of exactly. people have 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 things that they want to do and they want to accomplish and they want to finish. A lot of people have laid out the bricks and put the cement on the bricks, but but you haven't built the whole house yet and finished and, and started to live in it. So you know, with that analogy, I'm just saying whatever you set out to do and whatever your goals are at this point to be heard. Um, and for people to take you seriously, just finish the job, finish whatever you started and whatever the outcome is, it'll be much more positive than not finishing at all. Nothing beats a failure, but a try. Well, thank you so much, um, Ray J and Willie for your time. Thank you. I really hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did recording it. You can find more stories like this at thebobbypin.com. If you like what you hear and you want more content like this, feel free to support this podcast by visiting anchor.fm backslash bobbypin and click the support button. Show some love. Happy Juneteenth, y'all.